This is Bobby Guy with the 10 Minute Health BizCast. This is album five, track 11. That's a wrap on album five. I want to summarize some of the themes that I heard, and then I want to tell you what's coming next for 2023. Talking about album five, the title is The Rapidly Changing Healthcare Environment. And wow, is it changing. There are a few sound bites that have really stayed with me from album five. One was the stats on behavioral health. 67 million Americans have mental health challenges. Only about half get treatment. There are more than 20 million Americans with a drug problem. Only about 10% get help. Another one, the nurses aren't coming back. And those who are, aren't coming back to work the same way they were before. Then there's the inertia of the ER. Admit or don't admit. So unless there's a comprehensive care solution for discharge, inertia causes us to admit seniors. And finally, unequal access to financing is unequal access to care. I always knew there was a wealth disparity in healthcare, but I never thought of it in the sense of credit scoring. So let's talk about each of these for a minute. When it comes to behavioral, we've got a major national crisis going on. It's so obvious that I won't dwell on it here. The behavioral crisis is affecting all of us, directly or indirectly, and it comes in many different forms. The Covenant School shooting in Nashville hit very close to home, and it's just one very technicolor example of the crisis. There are many more that are much more inconspicuous. Talking about the nursing environment and the nurses aren't coming back, my gosh, has this changed dramatically. The pandemic, the staffing crisis, and the other events like the recent criminal sentencing of a nurse, on which we're not making a political commentary here because, of course, we don't. All of this means the nurses aren't coming back. And if they are, they're not coming back to work in the same way they have before, where they're near the bottom of the pecking order. They're coming back to be drivers of healthcare and nurse-led care. Nurse for life via telemedicine, in the words of Jenna Morgenstern Gaines at her company. We're beginning to treat nursing as a true profession, and we're beginning to pay like it's a profession, and our nurses certainly deserve it. As any healthcare professional will tell you, a good DON will make or break a facility. Look for a lot more change on the nursing front. As to one of my favorite new phrases, the inertia of the ER, when it comes to deciding to discharge someone from the senior population instead of to admit, there's a huge need for comprehensive care. And that means arranging a lot of services in the home that are not traditional health care. Meals, maintenance, cleaning, transportation. Like what Andy Friedel's company Health Align, recently renamed The Helper Bees, is doing. I also heard a business opportunity, the need for a secondary level treatment facility that can help triage older adults rather than just reporting to the ER. On the unequal access to finance, I continue to believe that the U.S. has the best healthcare system in the world and that if we found a way to fix the holes in the patchwork quilt that is our safety net, you know, a safety net with holes is not really a safety net, the status would quickly change in the U.S. to adjust to show that we are an international leader in healthcare, as opposed to just an international leader in healthcare costs. Another thing I heard on this album, there are lots of niche opportunities serving the mainline providers, especially when it comes to the senior population, providing a better product and better pricing. QRM, 
doing therapy in the senior living niche at nursing homes, where the nursing home gets the operational and financial benefits of having its own therapy provider without all the headaches of having to run it. Tapestry Health, nursing and staffing solutions specific to nursing homes to help intervene and avoid hospitalization. Geriatric ER services, because recognizing the different complexities and opportunities of providing comprehensive care to seniors and how different this population's needs are than the rest of the population is a big deal. A final thing that I handed out on this album and that we'll talk more about in the future is AI. Artificial intelligence is a really, really big deal. We try not to pick the bandwagon issues to cover in the podcast, but this one, we've got to talk about it. It's now a major issue in daily healthcare. We just did a panel at the annual Healthcare Dealmakers Conference in Dallas called A Guy Walks Into a Doctor's Office and Says, Hey, Doc, how are you using AI in my treatment today? People are wondering. Tapestry's John Kalkovecchia makes clear how big a difference that AI as their solution is making in at least one area, recognizing that nurses and doctors spend hours just collecting information when they get on the floor each day, and then using AI instead to create a shortcut for that information gap. It never occurred to me that healthcare providers were spending hours just collecting information. It seems obvious now that he said it, but it also seems obvious how inefficient that process can be and how much hope there is to change it for the better with technology. One more niche note about AI. I know it can make things more efficient, but then I hear about congressional hearings and I hear about oversight boards and I keep asking, what's the big deal? Why is everyone so concerned about AI? Well, Henry Kissinger just made it clear to me. He did an interview with The Economist magazine in the May 20th, 2023 issue. He says, artificial intelligence is a major issue between world powers. It's a game changer and it's like an arms race. And then he goes on to say that if AI is pushed to its limits, it could mean the destruction of the world. Okay, you got my attention. I always think, really, that's the theme in all the superhero movies. That's the line of thinking that goes back at least as far as Planet of the Apes and Battlestar Galactica. But is that real? Kissinger says yes. And I have a lot of respect for him. So I'm giving AI a lot of respect now. Let's see if we can use it to make healthcare better and not blow ourselves up. So that's album five. What's next? Well, we're going to do something different this summer. One of my favorite parts of each podcast is getting to hear the answer people give. When I ask, if you could snap your fingers and change one thing in healthcare, what would it be? At the podcast, we're all about making healthcare better. And we believe there are lots of opportunities to create successful, profitable healthcare companies doing just that. So with that question, we've gotten 35 to 40 answers from people telling us where they think there's a problem or an opportunity, and sometimes where there's low-hanging fruit to fix healthcare. So this summer, we're going to do an EP instead of an LP. We're going to put out a mashup of all the answers to that question. It'll be two or three tracks that are probably each 20 to 30 minutes long, so that we can hear them all together, and we'll see what comes from it. That's album six. Call it an EP or a live album with 30-minute songs, whatever works for you. We won't judge. Then, in early fall, we'll roll into album seven, which will be the rapidly changing healthcare environment, part two. We're lining up interviews now, and we'll start recording in July. We've got a number of guests already set. However, if you're a listener and you have a suggestion for a guest you'd like to hear, 
reach out through our website and let us know, healthbizcast.net. Or you can write me at bguy at pulsinelli.com. And maybe that guest is you. We've got a lot of C-suite and founder listeners. Feel free to reach out. In closing, I want to note that we've passed 50 tracks while releasing album five. And I want to say thank you to a number of people. First, of course, I want to say thanks to all of our listeners and our guests. I also want to thank our executive producer and co-creator, Jim Mathis, our production team at Salinity Marketing, Jamie Christensen at Fuse Marketing. And I want to thank the PR and events teams at Pulsinelli that help support us. Meg Victor, who leads the events team and gives us lots of opportunities to talk about our passion for the intersection of successful healthcare and successful business. Thanks also to Meg's team, Ashley, Ashley, Lindsay, and Ashley, you know who you are. Thanks to Sinead McGuire and to Sydney Ratcher. And thanks to two mentors who've been very influential, George Landolt and the late Dr. Tim Keller. So with that, on to album six. Cheers. This has been the 10-Minute Health BizCast, broadcasting from Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>